Hey, everybody, do you do shopping online? Well, do us a favor and go to d2rpn.com and click our Amazon banner and help out the network. It's going to cost you nothing extra. We get a percentage back from everything that you buy. And uh, you know what? That would be a win, win, win. It's a win for you, win for the network, and a win for Amazon. Um, great prices, uh, everyday savings, and uh, you get what you want, and you're helping us out. So this is kind of like donating, but you get something out of it. It's great. Um, so go do it, d2rpn.com. Uh, there's banners everywhere on the website. Thanks for your support. Hey, fellas. Does your beard itch? Does your beard not grow in all the way? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got great beard oils with sensual love. We also include the emotional healing properties and the aromatherapy information with each scent. Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today and give someone the bird. our podcast network hotline usa chat 311 that's 872-242-8311 if you call and we're recording we'll take your call live on the air if you call and we're not recording leave a voicemail with your name the show you're calling for and we'll play it live on the next show the hotline is open 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year once again, the D2R Podcast Network Hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. Call today! Presents the Think Tank Podcast. And now, coming to you pre recorded, keep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure. Hadron Collider and Nuclear Bomb Tested and Approved Doomsday Bunker. Here is Ryan the Area Man. It's framed and it hangs on my living room wall. No lie. I have people saying to me, do you have any more of the posters that you're in? I'm like, no, I bought the end of them at the garage sale that Ice Hogs had a few years ago and gave them to my family as Christmas presents. 
but my dad, oh, fr- like I framed it and gave it to him, and it hangs oh my on my gosh. living room wall. You know, I never got a copy of, the, of that book. I'll look and see if I have another one. Oh, that would be phenomenal. Yeah, I never got a copy of that. Bye, Joy. And you have to slide it for me then. Okay. All right, Miss Joy, we'll see you soon, yeah? Okay, good. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye. This is a weird layout. It's fucking weird. So used to seeing Ray over here. I know. I know. I'm so used to seeing like tits right here. Well, well I mean, Ray's got buddies. Cool. We can solve that real quick. Everyone, take their shirts off, <laughs> and we can compare titties. <laughs> we could be shirts and skins. That'd be a weird thing, oh, no. <laughs> Everyone in the room has a set of titties. Yeah. Everyone. All right. Well, my husband's not watching. <laughs> no, no one is at this point. Click. All right. When I left, I was going to call in as Putin. That would be oh, that would have been awesome. You should have. <laughs> Fuckhead, you didn't. Who are you going to call Putin? He was going to call, call in as, as Putin. Putin. Oh, you should have. I know. I thought about yes, it. Like son. I thought about it on the way there, and then I was like, oh, I'll do it on the way back. And then like I got hungry, and I was like, fuck. Right. <laughs> My husband got mad at me last night because I was laughing too much and woke him up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to the living room to play poker. <laughs> I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> Sorry, we are a little funny sometimes. It was hilarious. He's <laughs> like, I don't understand. And I'm like, that's because you've been sleeping. Now just be quiet. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so what are we down to now? We're, we're up against a think tank. Right now? Is this the last Well, thing? yeah, this will be the last one because I kind of want the last Rock Vegas to be like an hour and a half. So All right. I want this one to kind of go to like eight thirty. It's eight thirty, nine thirty, about ten thirty ish. Okay. Okay. And then eleven thirty, twelve. Yeah. Holy shit, we got two so, two shows left, right. bro. Now here's left. the thing. Holy fuck. Yeah. Wow. If you think about it, we're we're right there. I, I you know what? I I think we should just be done. With just call it. Just Let's call just it now. Call it right now. No, just fuck no. <laughs> you guys yeah. are all in your I seat. I just got here. That's right. <laughs> all right. True that. Fine. We'll go to noon tomorrow. All right, fuck it. Danny, you're staying. You are pot committed, motherfucker. We are not undoing the chain. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this episode will release on October 31st. So it's only fitting that we talk about ghosts and Ouija and hauntings and black-eyed children and I said black-eyed children (laughs) and disappearances and all that good stuff. Nice. So, thank you, Halloween. It's Halloween right now, guys. Sweet. Yay. Brian's, you, what you did, huh? I know what you did. Last you basically, summer? Last summer? No. What did I do last summer? You basically <laughs> put this little 36-hour marathon in so you could take the summer off. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, I'm the only one that figured it out. No. Dave knew he was in on the whole thing. <laughs> We're going to take no, actually, the summer to film movies. This is, this is all coming out you, you know, starting in September. Right? Yeah. So. That's cool. It's actually a smart yeah. idea. We're, and it, well, we're going for the, the record, man. I know. Oh, I get that. I you you stuff for us before. No, but actually, this oh, isn't yeah. a bad idea <laughs> to do this every year. We should just do like 36 hours, get a shit ton done, and. Well, put put our group back in the mix because I'm ready. I'm tired yeah. of missing. You're ready to start buying beer again? No, it's not Jen, even that. Do you know Eric? It's, uh, I think so, but I'm not for sure. Yeah, you guys you are go to ticket I used to. Used to. He used yeah, to be. Yeah. He used to be the guy in the yeah. front row that would do this all yeah, the time. Yeah, I shook the glass really bad back when we were in the UHL. Oh, and uh, they used to kick. That. They they threatened to kick me out. Um, oh. 
<laughs> Who was the uh, the one referee that Derek Martin. always tried to kick me out? Stenson. Uh, Stenson. Uh, yeah. Al Stenson. Yeah. Yeah. Or yes. Pete Stenson. Oh, Stenson. Yeah, Pete Stenson. too. Or Stenson. Yeah, both of them were dicks. Because I would yell at them, and they would go over to the little scorer's table, and they would point well, at me. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. Pete, yeah. Stenson was Pete awesome. Pete Stenson tried getting me kicked out during one of the finals games in Kalamazoo, and I actually got into a mega verbal altercation with Brad Jones, the head of the officials for the U-Haul, and the stupid little bald guy that was the head of the U-Haul in Kalamazoo and almost ended up in jail. Even on my my drunken dollar nights there, I never was... I was never... Vulgar. I was loud and I was obnoxious, but I was never vulgar. Mad Lou? They were trying to make sure that we did not win the colonial And I called him out on a whole bunch of crap, and I literally. Or at least I don't remember being vulgar. (laughs) It's probably the way it should be said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dollar beers will do that to you. I I think the drunkest I ever got at a hockey game was actually at a Chicago Hounds game where the Ice Hogs played the Hounds. And poor Tom Zabkowitz got put in the penalty box for Chicago. And I ran down to the penalty box. I'd been drinking at B-dubs, and then it was dollar beer night in that arena. I was hammered. I was sitting with sunglasses on inside the arena. I can tell you exactly my worst. And I went down and started pounding on the glass, and he turns around and he goes, Jen. You're drunk. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. Nice. It was it was Game Six Kalamazoo UHL Finals when we were at Kalamazoo, yeah. Yeah. and they had they had two dollar Molson ice. Yeah, we tore that shit. <laughs> and up. I think we drank twelve or thirteen of them at while least. we were there. At least because they would put they were in twelve ounce cans and they would put two in a mug and then they would let you take two mugs down yes. at a time yes. so you could walk out with four beers for eight bucks. Yeah, it was awesome. And it was ice, so you just, we just got $2 Molson Ices. I think about you all the time when I hear, that's a spicy meatball. Oh, gosh. That was that night, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was that night. Yeah, we had my, my, I had a TomTom at the time and my phone was hooked up through the TomTom yeah. and it would read my text messages and they were fucking around and texting it and saying shit. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Those were the days. They were, man. The U-Haul was was that, And it was that terrible, like, automated robot voice. Mm -hmm. That's a spicy meatball. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, Ryan. So, it's Halloween. We're going to tell ghost stories. Why are we not, like, in the dark center in this place on fire? Where's the Ouija board? Oh, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Yes, bring no, it out. I'll talk about one, but I ain't touching one. Are we still talking about a Ouija board? I think that was racist, too. I'm not sure. Everything is racist. I am, after all, a minister. We should all remember that. Are you? Of the Church, of, of, the church of Satan? No. Oh, sorry. The Church. I'm, I'm an ordained minister. You want an algae pill? I got some in there. See, this is why I like to sit at the end of the table, because I can go, hands up, it's got real dark in here. So, uh, yes. No, it's fine. I was joking. You going to fall asleep? You said weenie. All right. You want to wear the headphones? You're missing half the show right now. You are. Ow. Oh. Okay. Joke's on you. Nice. So now I see what you're missing. Yes. 
right. <laughs> Dave, because they Yo. turned the lights off, I've got a floating head. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's funny. Super awesome, man. That is awesome. Um, so. This one. so, okay. <laughs> They're just playing with it. They're kids, dude. It's fine. Danny, how come you're not? <laughs> That's why I did this. <laughs> I'm drinking your glass, Ryan. <laughs> I did this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everybody's experienced a uh, ghost or something, right? Fuck yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to go around. This is like a uh, campfire. Oh, wait. So Let's we're gonna this. Get- is that hot? <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. Yeah, it's been going for like 20 hours or more. Can you cup it? Uh, no. Yeah, I can. Hold up, I got it. Two hands, dude. Two hands. Here. Just, just light this one. No, watch. here, watch. Yeah. You remember that time when we were podcasting and Ryan and Dave burned down the studio? <laughs> With a candle? Because they had to move the candle. Because it's a fire. Because this is our little campfire, all right? Now I should really dim the lights. There you go. Oh, all right, fun. so we're going to tell some ghost stories. Or experiences that you've had that have been questionable. Whatever, okay? You all have something, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell the rape one for sure. All right. Dave, you want to go Wait, first? Or you want to go first, e I don't know. I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whichever one. I mean, you got so many. Yeah, yeah. I'm always getting... I can, I can do this. Uh, I think everybody needs to talk, and then maybe it'll spark something that I remember. So... All right, Dave, you were going to start it with your black-eyed children. Black-eyed kid. All right, so does everyone know, like, where... What's that? How hard did you hit him? He actually cried quite a bit, and I didn't even touch him. It was pretty cool. So when I was married the first time, I lived over off of uh, Alpine by Bigfoot. Everybody knows where that area is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lived on, in an apartment building. We were in the lower level. And uh, the thing that we had to do at the time was always lock the door, and we had a deadbolt a chain and then a little flippy-do thing, you know, like the hotel type deal. And so we did that, and then the wife and I went to bed, and I always slept closest to the bed, or closest to the door, and we always slept with the door shut. We had no dogs, no cats, no nothing. It was just her and I in the the two-bedroom apartment. Go to bed. I wake up at, I don't know, 2 o'clock, something like that. And the bedroom door is wide open. That's fucking weird. I look over, she's sleeping. I'm like, all right, fuck it. So I get up, shut the door, lay back down. Wake back up a second time, a little bit later. Doors wide open, and I'm kind of looking, and there was a a little child type figure, like leaning around the corner of my door, like hallway, looking into my room. I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" And then I like looked, and then I closed my eyes, looked again, it was gone. I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna get up," and, uh, but I couldn't get up to shut the door. Right. And so I closed my eyes. I'm like, "I'll just fucking go back to bed." I open back up, and it's right in front of my face, and it was gray and black eyes, and it looked like, and this is before the movie The Ring came out. And it looked like that child from the ring. Yeah. Um, and the hair was all gnarly and shit. And it's fangy teeth. And it's just screaming at me. Just, yeah! Like that. Just screaming. And I couldn't move. I was like petrified. I was frozen. And so I squeezed my eyes really tight and opened up. It was, and I saw it running. So I got up and chased after it. And my front door was open. I went out the hall and I looked both ways. And neither one of those doors were open or moving. They were both shut. I have no idea where it disappeared to. I have no idea how the fuck my door opened. I run back in the bedroom, wake up the wife, and I'm like, what the fuck? Did you see that? And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, the front door's open. She's like, yeah, you probably just were drunk, drunk sleepwalking. And I'm like, no, like I told her what happened, and she didn't believe me. So that's pretty much the quick version of my black-eyed c- 
kid story. And I had never really told anybody about it until him and I were started talking about shit like this. And I told him I had never heard of black-eyed children or nothing. I just thought it was some weird fucking thing. Right. Um, and then he told me about it. We started looking into it, and I believe it was a black-eyed child. Yeah, it's cool, man. It is a black-eyed child. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Google? I think it's Google. It's French. Brian, oh, you did turn my mic off, didn't you? No, it's on. I turned no, it's on. I can hear you. He can now. I turned it down because I was the music. Gotcha. We're good. Fair enough. I see where I sit on the side. Well, you're like... See, now you turn that one off. Uh, Because I don't need that one right now. But you're like the last one that we're going to get to. Right on. Okay. It's all good, baby. I'll just be quiet. No. I'll be quiet. (laughs) Seriously. When he leaves, I'll be back. I'll be talking again. Yeah. Creepy. Alright, black-eyed children, or black-eyed kids, are an urban legend of supposed paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of 6 and 16, with pale skin and black eyes, who are reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling, or are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes. Tales of black-eyed children have appeared in pop culture since the late 1990s. Now, here's the thing with them. Like, they have to be... This is what's odd about Dave's situation, and what typically gets reported with the black-eyed children. They will come to your door. They'll knock. You have to use your phone. You have to invite them in. In Dave's case, unless you invited it in and didn't realize it, you know what I mean. That's weird. Otherwise, but that—that's like their. Maybe somebody had invited it in previously. Yeah, we at that time we had lived in the apartment for about six to eight months, I think. So it's possible that maybe beforehand, yeah, someone had invited it in. It was looking for that person for a little booty call action or something. <laughs> and, Dave, do you uh, recognize any of these kids? Uh, the Marilyn Manson look-alike, but that's not him. No, no, I mean, like, no. As the child, no. Like I said, literally, if you pu- if you put up like the ring, the, the creature from the ring, that's what it looked like. Yeah. But just give it all black eyes. She had that long, stringy black hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. It's wearing that dress and shit. Mm-hmm. You remember the way she walked? Yeah. She walked, came up out of there or whatever. It was creepy as But hell. yeah, that's how her hair looked. It was like long and stringy. Like I, it's almost like I had a premonition of the movie The Ring. Seriously, because I seen this this child probably three years before The Ring came out, if not more. That's kind of weird. I don't watch those kind of movies. <laughs> oh. oh, You no. totally should. Did you oh. out? We watched The Conjuring once, and I've seen three of the paranormal movies. Mm-hmm. But we watch The Conjuring, and now when my husband gets mad at me, it will be like not talking to each other, and all of a sudden he'll go. Because it does that in the movie. Mm-hmm. The mom and the child are playing that game mm-hmm. to come find them, and he'll just go sometimes, <laughs> and it just makes my skin crawl. Nice. Because it like totally freaked me out when that happened in the right. movie. Right. All right. Your turn. Ray. Oh, my turn. You ever just tell stories? <clears throat> It was after midnight. No. <laughs> you gotta stand up and do the dance. All right. No, so. I guess. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wrong That's the wrong after midnight song. <laughs> so, um, a paranormal experience that I've had was at my aunt's house. I was younger. I was probably in between 8 to 10, I guess. All right. So like three years ago? Yes. <laughs> so, and uh, maturity-wise, yes. <laughs> the My aunt and 
a couple of my cousins, I think three of my cousins, because there's three there, and then my brother might have been there, but I don't know if he remembered it because he was younger. So my aunt would yell at us for leaving the basement door open, okay? Uh, it was winter. They had the basement door open or closed because, you know, they keep the heat upstairs. And uh, the the basement wasn't insulated that well. We were all in the living room, and she comes out there and yells at us about keeping the basement door closed. And she closed the door and locked it. We never left the living room. The door opens up. All right? Again, my aunt yells at us. And we're like, we've been here. We haven't went downstairs. Like, because we used to play downstairs. And so we're all sitting in the living room. The freaky thing that happened was, besides the door opening again, was as she was walking through the kitchen, the kitchen faucet turned on. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, with with nobody there. And, like, it freaked her out. So, and I can't explain it, so, but I was a kid, so I don't know the whole situation either. Did she cleanse the house, like, <laughs> some sage and shit? And yeah. 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 The room. I don't know. <laughs> so. Oh, Miss Cleo. Yes, child. Call me now. All right, Danny. Oh, uh, let's see. When we first rolled up in Elgin, we lived in a house that was built in late 1800s. So it was all like the wood, um, like the oak woodwork in the door frames and like hallways where they would have like actual doors that you would push down at the bottom to keep them open. And so beautiful house, absolutely beautiful. This was at the time I was wrapping up my undergrad and this was, uh, we had the computer in the like the um, not, not the kitchen area but more of like the dining room area that went into the hallway and so one night and John my little brother John at the time had always said he's like Nita he says sometimes and we had the old house it was like the radiators that you would spin the like the top on it okay. to get the, like to have the heat go, go through or the water go through and then to close the, the dial to get it to turn off and John would always say Nita, why do you always keep closing the the radiators? I'm like, dude, I'm not closing the radiators. She says, it's, it's cold in here. The radiators would be all the way open, but parts of the house would still be cold. I'm up one night. I had a multi-page paper due for school for one of the subjects, and I'm typing in, typing in, typing on my, my paperwork, and noise just started rumbling through the whole house. Just obnoxious noise. And I'm just, I'm like, I don't know what was going on. I'm like, John, knock it off. He's like, I'm in the room. I'm not doing anything. I'm in the room. I'm trying to get my paper done, John. I'm not making any noise. I'm in the room. I'm playing video games at the time. And the way the house was set up, you were able to walk in. You walk in through the front door, living room, go directly into the dining room, and then in the hallway, but you can also cut back the opposite way. It was like a little mini walkway as well. And you know when you get that feeling when you think someone's watching you or looking at you? And I'm working on my paper. I look over, and I had the situation like you did, which is why when you told the story, I started getting kind of like, Ugh. I look up, and there's this little one. She was about seven. 
and she had on like the stocking cap and the long white gown, no shoes, no socks, and she's looking at me. And I, I did the, I close the eyes. Like, I'm not saying it. I'm, it's late. I'm, I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm just really tired. Open up my eyes again, and she's standing there. Close my eyes again, and she's gone. All right. Did this? She did this to me a couple times. I'm working on my paper. Noise is going on. It's late. The paper's due the next day. I'm getting pissed. Finally, I'm like, "Will you fucking knock it off? I gotta get this paper done." Silence. Sorry, Danny. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Silence. Okay. Finish up the paper. I need about three fifty. <laughs> <laughs> And I just went, afterwards, got the, I got my paper done, and I th- I actually felt bad. The exact opposite of you. I'm like, honey, I, and I'm talking to air. I'm just talking to air. I'm like, honey, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. I didn't mean to make you mad or scared. I'm sorry. Boom. Right out of the corner of my eye, she's peeking around the, the corner again. And she's just standing there staring at me. That is and I was like, okay. And Elgin has, because Elgin is so old, mm-hmm. they have like the historical society. So you can you can go into their museum and look through the records of the ledgers and see who who originally bought or uh, built the homes, and then who lived through and in those homes during particular time frames. Doctor, wife, grandma, aunt, couple aunts, four kids. Initially, by the time they sold the house, only two remained. In the house, the other two did not get married. You no, know, they didn't grow up and get married and moved away. So two of them died in that house. I found oh. out through the yeah, I found out through the records. So and one of them was a little girl who was eight years old. So Aww. I don't know if that was her. Or what was her name? <laughs> um, Antoinette. 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 I finally found out what her name was. I told you the story yeah. a while ago. I finally found what her name it's was. It's just so weird to me that yeah. you're like. Talking to this I did. entity or whatever. <laughs> I gotta get this paper done. And she did. She so chilled. Creepy. Like, oh, I don't. I couldn't be yeah. like, uh, hey, uh, I'll just uh, take a hike. I'm trying to work on the. I'd be like, I'm gonna fuck out of here. <laughs> you can have it. Aww. It's your house now. She died of pneumonia. So Aww. yeah, she was eight. And she died of pneumonia. How? Uh, what year? Like. Was oh, it like, it's okay, because the house was 1896. So, like, probably early 1900s. Yeah, it had to have been. She was little. Weird. Yep. Oh. But, no, she wasn't in my face going, ah! Oh, yeah, <laughs> like she, yours. No, 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 no. This bitch was crazy. <laughs> I haven't seen her since, either. Thank God. Well, right. don't they usually stay at a location? Um, I had heard that Typically. they either stay with the location or they follow the person. That's what I heard. Yeah. That but they haven't followed you, or yeah. you would have seen it. So they probably no, not that. Other things have, but that Oh, yeah. Happen. What about yeah. you, Danny? So when you you moved out of that place, mm-hmm. it didn't follow you? No. Uh, no. That's the one I don't think would. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's so weird, though. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> We're ready. Okay. Well, I've almost always lived in a haunted house of some kind. Seriously. You seek it out? <laughs> I know they just kind of find us. Oh. We lived in a house in Kirkland, and strange things would just happen. But I think the weirdest thing was was my dad's bedroom was downstairs. I should say my parents' bedroom was downstairs, and the rest of us slept upstairs. And strange things would happen upstairs with us kids, but, you know, nothing ever spooky. 
but my dad decided that we needed to move because on an early Sunday morning, my mom was a third shift nurse and something got in the bed and literally indented his bed mattress and he reached over to figure out which one of us kids it was and he could feel the indentation, but there was nothing there. Yeah, he That's said, crazy. He said all the hair stood up on his body and he jumped out of bed and got dressed and sat in the living room. Uh, yeah. But we... When we moved to Belvedere, I still I live in the house I grew up in. I inherited it when my dad died. And it had, like, we would hear, like, old lady shoes coming down the stairs when I was a kid. But now, all of the noises that I hear in the house, I know are my family. My brother died in 1992, and he was famous for wearing cowboy boots. And when my dad died in 2008, about three weeks after we moved in, my one niece and her husband and kids moved in with me. And we had one of the great nieces and one of her friends spending the night. And the friend said in the morning, why was Dan going up and down the stairs in cowboy boots all night? And they, Abby looked at me and I just kind of went, well... I said, Abby, you can tell her. <laughs> and she's like, well, that was my brother or my uncle. And she's like, well, can you just tell him to be quiet? And Abby goes like this, Uncle Chuck, you need to stop going up and down the stairs. <laughs> and then we heard the footprints come down the stairs. And he, he died in 1992. So he will mess with us. Like, I, I live there, and he'll sometimes mess with us. But my sister died in my living room because she had lived there. My parents and I moved out. And her and her husband moved in, and that's where they li- they lived until he died, or she died in 2007. And she never messes with me, but I get like a like a fresh linen clean smell, and that's how I know Linda's around. And I've heard my mom that just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, like oh. just like all of a sudden I'll have this smell, and I'll go hi sissy, you know, and then I'll just get this feeling, you know. And my mom, I've heard her banging pots and pans in my kitchen, but not really being in my kitchen banging my pots and pans, because my mom was famous for cooking and baking, and my dad always smells like coffee. And my poor husband, it took him a while to get used to all of this, and they usually don't bother him too much, but I've got a couple of friends that I had dated and they're both gone. And I have a really nice picture of the one that they gave me because I did his funeral. And it's my favorite picture of him as an eight-year-old. And every once in a while, I can hear him go, Jen. And I'll be like, go away. Not right now or whatever. And he'll just laugh. And he goes, okay, I'll be back. And then I <laughs> dated a guy from Moline or from Davenport, from Quad Cities. And when he passed away... His mom saved his ash, some of his ashes for me, and she died literally almost a year after he did. And so they said, here, these are for you. And they gave me this wooden box of Bob's ashes. He was the big giant guy that used to come to the yes. hockey games with me. Yes. And he, was, he had been a professional wrestler. And, mm-hmm. but, so I have my ex-boyfriend in my living room. I have my husband's brother-in-law in my house because I have some of his ashes and we have my mother-in-law. So you got a breeding ground over there. Pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. Because, and the thing is, is the big joke is with my family, 
as all the kids go, when you die, what do you want us to do with Uncle Mark and Bob? And I went, dump them in the backyard. There's not that much of Mark, but my mother-in-law, her cremains will be buried with Joel and I because he's going to be cremated also, and then the three of us will go in my vault. I'm being buried. So that then I can in turn go haunt my house. But we lived in a we lived in a farmhouse on Beloit Road that it didn't like the neighbors because they smoke and drink and their kids were just little jackasses. And it locked one of their kids in the basement once. Wouldn't let him come up out of their basement. And he was the only one home on both sides of the duplex. And of course that's before cell phones because it was in the early eighties. And when they came home they found him in the corner crying he was like 16 and hysterical because people he said i could hear voices telling me stop doing that stop doing that stop doing that and it turned out that the house had been on the underground railroad Mm. and that there was actually a part in my basement that was the room where they would hide the people because you can't really see it and they had the family had gotten in trouble for being on the underground railroad yeah, That's so crazy. weird things have always kind of happened with where I, almost wherever I've lived. Dave, wow. we got a good one for this episode, huh? I know, dude, I like it. <laughs> That's interesting. Yikes. I'm just open to it all, and somebody's like, why don't you sage your house? I'm like, why would I tell my family, to go away. Don't, don't come back to right. see me? Right. Because have you ever it, thought or brought in, like, one of them paranormal groups or whatever to, like, no, communicate with because, them because well, you're already communicating. It yeah, like, I, yeah, so I can communicate. Yeah, I can communicate with them, and I have to say that they know that when I light candles in my bedroom, what that means, <laughs> and there has never, ever been a problem when the candles are lit in my bedroom. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> they know what that key now means. Now is not the time. No, that means <laughs> stay away. Yeah. In college, we used to put a sock on the door. <laughs> I just light the candles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you didn't have ghosts busting up in your uh, no in your playtime. So, yeah. I don't have anything as interesting as anything's been said. I, you know, I was thinking you said to figure it out, and the only thing that really comes to mind that seems like it's a, a constant occurrence for me is I can always on a regular basis have such vivid dreams that I wake up and I feel like it really happened. And, and, you know, a lot of people will say that, but to the point of calling family members and making sure they're okay and, you know, waking my wife up, you know, to, to see if she's okay. Um, just, and, and every extreme you can think of, you know, people dying, people, you know, ex- extreme cases, not being together with, you know, like family members being completely separated, all that kind of stuff. And I feel like it's almost like me living, and sometimes it's like me living a past life. It doesn't even have to do with people I know. It's like, it's a repressed memory of some sort that comes up. You know, if you believe in that whole multiple multiple lives you've never dreamed you were Jack the Ripper or anything, no no I've oh, never I dreamed I was a murderer but I've dreamed I was completely different people and woke up and not known where I was and why I was there and then snapped out you've of it in a minute that you've been different people yeah wow that's kind of weird to think about it like 
yeah, I wonder like if you're waking up past admit, memories from another life. That's what I mean. And you wake up and you and you're you're so convinced that what you just saw was so real that you're like, where am I and what am I doing here? And then you have to like, oh wait, I just woke up from sleeping. That didn't really happen, but why did it feel so real? Yeah, because I, I, it was. I don't know. I I don't have any crazy like. You know, the cup moved across the counter, or, you know, I, I can't really say that I've, and maybe I have, and I've repressed it just because I don't want to think that it was real. I'm in that yeah. kind of position where if well, something like I that may it. have happened, I've, I've, I've forced myself to say, no, no, it didn't happen, and I've made myself, I kind of almost want to, you know, explore that and see if there's something that has happened to me in the past that I may have forgotten on purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, never know. Or a medium. Yeah. Yeah. I know a good medium. I like medium rare. I'm a 2X. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. All right, Ryan, you're up. Um, well, I'm uh, I'm probably the biggest skeptic in this room. Yeah, you are. So, my grandma's house, this is where most of the activity goes. Everywhere else I've lived, there's really never been anything substantial like this but my grandma's house my grandpa died and uh for like probably like the first five to eight years right after he died on a regular basis she would hear bells he was he had had a stroke and he used a bell to ring a you know he, he had a cane and all this so he always needed help so he'd be in another room, he'd ring a bell so she could come help him do whatever, get your up. Your grandfather trained your grandmother as Pavlo's dog. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Apparently. It's not, it's not Pablo, it's Pavlov. Pavlov, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can say Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. He could so, have been Mexican. <laughs> no, he was Italian. He's a Pablo. <laughs> uh, so so he, he would ring the bell so that after he died, she didn't get rid of the bell. But she had it in a drawer, but she would hear it in random places of this house. And, you know, she'd go into those rooms and they wouldn't be there. Um, and then there was a short period of time that I lived there. And um, there's a little tiny thing. I've told this story before. But um, there's this little tiny, like, little uh, tchotchke or whatever. And it was sitting on the, like, so you have the counter and, like, the little ledge like the where the backsplash would go but like so the sink would be like the equivalent of that table over there and the counter would end here and then this area over here going that way and this way would be like the dining room living room i was laying on the floor in there this thing was sitting on the little ledge right here kind of by the edge uh my mom was sitting at the kitchen table way over here my grandma was way over there doing dishes and this thing came flying around the corner like at me like i was laying on the floor in the living room watching tv and this thing came flying around and so i look up and my mom's you know she's looking at the paper or whatever so i get up pick it up and i go into the kitchen and you know my grandma's doing dishes or whatever now for the longest time i just assumed my grandma tossed it in there it's like mess with me or something like this you know what i mean uh she denies anything to do with it but me also being the skeptic, I put it back where it was, and I would knock it off to see if it... And every time, it bounced the other direction. It never would bounce into that room. 
And then eventually I got to bounce in one time, and that was enough to convince me. She hit it somehow. He probably... This is what I think, but I don't know. That's the only thing that's kind of, like, weird, <laughs> though. But, you know, I don't know if it's a ghost thing, but it's... It happened. And then all these, these bells and all this shit. They always accused me of, of rigging up things like toys that would ring a bell. <laughs> so, for the longest time, I was getting accused, and I had nothing to do with these bells. And, uh... Um, so... Uh, eventually, the... the the bells have stopped. Like it, it may happen, maybe once every three or four years now. She'll hear this bell just randomly. Um, I've never heard the bell. My grandma's heard it. My mom's heard it. My nieces heard it. My sisters heard it. Seems like everybody's heard it except me. And I wonder if it's because I'm such a skeptic that I'm not being enlightened to this bell, or they're all full of shit. I can't. I don't know. I've never heard the bell until I hear the bell. You know. But I will say, like, there's been times when, like, everybody, like, my mom and grandma have been out of town or something, and I've had to go over there to, like, feed a cat or something like that. And I lived in this house, and it's never been creeped out in this house. And when nobody was there, it was a little creepy. And there's, there's something there that, like, you feel the, a presence. You know what I mean? It's it's a weird... There's just something. It's hard to describe. But you, I'm sure you... There's something oh, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like here, you don't feel any. At least I don't. But if something was here, you, you kind of start. It's just you sit there and you kind of feel like the hairs on your arms yes. stand up or something. And it's like, what the fuck is causing this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. It's so weird. And that house, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I really don't have anything ghost-wise that's happened to me. But I think it's because I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's you, Val. Shame. 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Dave, we're back to you. All right. So I used to own a house in South Beloit, right off of Willowbrook over right over here. I've been there. And it was a tri-level. And uh, when I got divorced, I lived there by myself. And granted, I drank heavily at this time of my life. <laughs> mm. That's an understatement. And yeah. Um, pretty much, yeah, I just drank 24-7. But anyways, uh, I was in the lower portion of my tri-level house. So basically, like, if you went up to the first set of stairs here, I was hanging out in there. That was where I, my hangout room was. So watching a movie, and it was, like, probably 2, 3 in the morning. It was late. And uh, I heard music going. Like It was, like, rock music or oh, something. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where's that music coming from? So I'm like, okay, maybe I had, like, the alarm on my bedroom clock on or something or something. So I ran upstairs. Not on. What the fuck? Go downstairs in the basement, thinking maybe the radio down there is on. Nothing. Go in the garage, nothing. I'm like, what the fuck? So I, could, I was standing in the kitchen saying, where the fuck is this music? I could hear it outside. So I opened my, my patio door, went onto my deck, and I had a hot tub that had a radio on it. And the hot tub was running, and the music was playing. And I'm like, well, that's fucking weird. And there's like nobody around. And I didn't have like a fence or nothing, so anybody could have just walked up, turned the fuck around, and turned the music on. But... I didn't see anybody. So I was like, all right, whatever, fuck, shut it off. Go back in the house, lock the door, turn the alarm on, because now I'm kind of a little freaked out. Turn the house alarm on, start watching my movie again. I hear the same song. Now, I wish I would remember what the song it was. I don't fucking know. I know it was some type of rock music, but it was the same song. And it was about half hour to 45 minutes later. I think I found the song, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that is so It's rude. definitely not that fucking song. 
<laughs> and uh, so the music's going on again, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I immediately turn off the line, turn off the alarm, go out to my hot tub. The hot tub's not running. The music's not there. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Go back in my house, shut the door, and I can still hear the music. I go upstairs, and in my bedroom, the alarm, like the the radio, was on. It was twelve, you know, it was twelve zero zero, so it was like it had lost power, but the music was on, and it was the same song that was outside. I don't know how the fuck the music turned on. I have no idea why it got unplugged and turned back on or whatever the fuck. But uh, the house alarm was on. So either something was in the house with me still or I don't know. But I was freaked the fuck out. Ended up calling the girl that I was seeing at the time and said, yeah, I'm going to come over and hang out for a little bit. So <laughs> turned the house alarm off, left, went to her house, and, and that was it for that one. I really wish I knew what the song was because they must really, really like that song. Yeah, yeah I wish I did too. I guarantee it was not. Nickelback was outlawed in my house. <laughs> although, oh, although I, I think he said outlawed. <laughs> yes, because the, Dave the See You Next Tuesday loved it. And I fucking hated it. I had to take her to a fucking Nickelback song. Or a Nickelback concert twice. I took her to two fucking Nickelback concerts. I'm sorry. Somebody's watching me? Yeah, that's nice. what you heard. Nice. Oh, no, it wasn't that. So, so yeah, that's, that's my second story. That's creepy, man. Yeah, dude, I was freaked the fuck out, man. I didn't actually sleep back in my house for like a month because I just couldn't do it. It was weird. Wow. And then the one time I did, the first time back, her and I slept on the couch. Like the girl was dating. We slept on the couch. I had a pull-out <laughs> couch bed thing. And we slept down there because I wasn't trying to go back up in my room. Your couch pulled out. You did No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That one worked, Jeff. You came in her. Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the bitch. So, Next? Uh, I do got a second one, actually. So, um, I was, I had some people over at my house. I was younger. I was a teenager, probably 15, 16 years old, and uh, had a friend staying the night. And we're laying there, and we're just talking. You were chilling, and uh, all the lights are out. You know how you just kind of, you know, you have a sleepover. You lay there, and you talk and bullshit in the dark forever. And, uh... So me and this person's talking, and um, I, it, we were talking about aliens and space stuff because that's the stuff I'm into. Everybody knows that. So, heck yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm talking to him about you know this and that and everything like that. And I just got this feeling, like this complete feeling over me, like I cannot say another fucking word, like. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> it was it, it was definitely very very e- eerie and like the person laying there was like are you okay and I was like I can't talk anymore like like and it was like such a it I had to force myself to actually just say those words like I had to force myself so what was this it, it was a feeling it was just a, a a feeling as they're listening right now don't fucking say anything. Who? What? I don't oh, you, know. You don't know. It yeah, was some entity or something. Something. Like it was something. The CIA, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it, in like. It, <laughs> Trying to do a podcast here. What are you doing? <laughs> but but yeah. So gay porn over there. I I'm laying there and I'm, I'm I was trying to explain this whole situation and everything and it was just. It was crazy because, like, I I couldn't talk anymore. <laughs> Sorry. 
And then these guys showed up with black suits and glasses. <laughs> right? Wait, was it Fresh Prince of Bel Air? It was. It was oh. weird. Were you wearing an Igger suit? Air? No. Air? You were wearing an Igger suit? I wasn't wearing. No. Without any sugar water. <laughs> yeah. That place is better. And here you look funny. Does look better? Air. So, but yeah, it was just like, I've never felt that feeling in my entire life. Like, it almost felt like, if I was to say another word, my life would be over. So you didn't talk about that, at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's how intense that feeling that's was. Weird. Yeah, it, it was a super intense feeling, and mm. it, it shut me up, man. I was like, I can't talk anymore. Time to go to bed. Good night. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. I think you're about to be abducted or something. Maybe I was hoping. Dang. I want that anal probe, man. Well, I think if you were, I don't think you would like remember it. We'd have to like. If you want it bad enough, there's no, someone uh, out there that can yeah. fulfill it. We that. almost we pulled that out earlier. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah. we did. <laughs> Joy pulled out earlier and fucked the whole thing up for ten seconds. That's why I don't let her usually touch it. <laughs> All right, Danny, you're up. You got another one? Uh, yeah. My little one, uh, not little one anymore, but Brad. Oh, your penis? I, <laughs> no. You? I, I never do. Oh, okay. Hold on to that. Uh, so <laughs> my little one, Brad, uh, became really close to his um, paternal great-grandfather. And uh, those two hung out whenever we would go back home to Georgia to visit. And... Um, Let's see, Granddaddy passed away when Brad was about four, three, three or four. He was, he was little then, and up until that point, Brad was always, you know, happy-go-lucky kid, whatever. Hung out with his Granddaddy. He started sucking his thumb when he turned two, and usually it's when they're like a little bit younger and they do that, then you break him out of the habit. The kid picked up the habit late in his toddler years, and so my Granddaddy would always tease Brad. He'd go, "I'll cut your finger off." I'll cut your finger off. He chased after his great grandson. I'll cut your finger off, and he put he would put cayenne pepper on his thumb, put the bandaid on his thumb. That whole trying to break my kid out of his habit thing, and Brad would always go back to sucking his thumb. And so, Granddaddy passed away in December. We go down for the funeral, and the way my grandparents' house was built, little house, you walk in one level, long hallway, you cut to the left, and it was the family room. And it was two big Lazy Boy chairs, a couch and a TV, ceiling fan. And the big chair, Lazy Boy chair, was my granddaddy's. You know how grandpa's always had that big Lazy Boy no. chair, and it's their chair, and nobody sits in their chair. So after the funeral, we all get back to the house. Nobody sat in the chair. We all sat on the floor or on the couch and just kind of like chilled out. It was like a heavy day, that type of thing. And Brad was sitting on the couch. I'm across the room from him. Aunties, uncles were all crammed in this room. Granddaddy's chair was empty. Nobody sat in it. Brad's sitting on the couch and he's sucking his thumb. And I happened to look up at him and he turned and he looked at Granddaddy's chair, his great-grandfather's chair. He nodded his head. He took his thumb out of his mouth and then just sat there. And de literally dead silence. Everybody in the room saw it. 
I finally hear one of my aunties say, oh, shit. He's <laughs> like, this totally broke the eyes. just like, oh, shit. And Brad stopped sucking his thumb after that. But it wasn't until my kid just turned and looked at the chair. And the chair didn't move or anything. I mean, it was just sitting there doing its thing. And Brad just kind of like, he's nodded his head and he took his thumb out. And he's like, okay. And then that was it. And that's when you started sucking your thumb, right? No. <laughs> no. It wasn't a thumb. Uh, well, so you know, got it on. Yeah, that's interesting. It was. And that's he was crazy. about three. He was, he was still well, a little That's a way bad. to cure it, huh? Yeah. I mean, those two were so close, though, as well. Yeah. They, they were. And, he, and I was worried because I'd promised my granddaddy that I was going to come back home to have Brad on our soil. And by the time I got back to Georgia, hung out, whatever, waiting to have this kid, didn't happen. I came back up to Illinois, and I had him. So I kind of felt, on my end, kind of guilty about not being able to have another Lewis kid back on our turf. Brought him home, and um, you met you met my Brad you met Brad before, right? Mm-hmm. All right, and you all know Brad as well too. Brad is not, um, as they would say, pure blood. So <laughs> when after I had my kid up here, get the car, drive home. And come out the, or get out the car. Daddy's granddaddy's sitting there in the driveway. He lifts back the sheet and he licks, looks at my kid, and he's like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> I started bawling. I'm like, "This is oh. your great grandson." I don't know who the hell that is. So I was just like, I did. I was like, "This this brand new mom." I was young, and I'm like, "It's your great grandbaby." And then those two ended up being so close for that short bit of time. So. Yeah, you know, my aunties were all like, you know what that was? That was that was Mr. Buster looking at his baby, telling him to stop sucking his thumb. So and it worked. It did because yeah. Brad yeah. didn't stop. Go scare the shit out of me. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, does he remember any of this? He does not remember that at all. Okay. Nope. Wonder, no. Because Probably I wonder the better. Right? Well, I wonder yeah. if there would be like, like you asked him now, and he, if he'd you know be able yeah. to say like, like that'd be like I don't know, a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe not fully understand it, but you know what I mean? I don't know. I should ask him, actually, to see if he does. Oh, you've never yeah. asked him? No. I would ask him. I'd be like, oh. do you remember... I, I wouldn't come right out, but I would kind of like... Do you remember when, being... How old was he? He was about three, three going on four. Three. Yeah. That's, that's a little early for... Mm-hmm. I remember my first memory, and it's way earlier than that. I remember, I have a memory from when I was two. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. My first memory was like me and like three <coughs> other million guys when we were swimming. And uh, I Skinny won dipping? a race. So yeah. it was really cool. Awesome! <laughs> <laughs> well, Ray, you were the biggest one. I mean, <laughs> so. giant spurs! <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that was the type you had to chew before you swallow. <laughs> Jen, you got another one? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I like I was Jen might have like a hundred. <laughs> yeah, she might have more than me. Jen could write a book. You should. Um, I you probably should. should. I actually started a book when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I have part of it written, and I should go do back it. and finish it. Yes, you should. I've got a few you books. You should do it. You I should. If I can do it, you can do it. And see, that's my thing. I'm like, Dave wrote a book. I bet I could write a book. I have mm-hmm. a friend, Mike Leitner. He's written a few books. And he was in the Air Force for 30 years. Oh, nice. So, but anyways, his about motivation. That's my Yeah, so. Um, 
when I was in sixth grade, when we moved into the farmhouse where the people hated us, hated the people, they hated people that just weren't like nice Christian type of people, you know, because of the time frame after we figured out who they kind of were. Um, the very first night we lived there, a styrofoam cup went flying across our dining room, <laughs> and my brother, sister, and I were in the living room, and my mom was upstairs sleeping because she had to go to work that night, and we were running up the stairs screaming, and when we lived in that house, us three kids would never sleep alone. We all slept together, and my sister wouldn't go in her bedroom at night. Because she would go in there, like, sometimes after us kids would fall asleep, us Chuck and I would fall asleep, and listen to music or whatever, and there was a door in her bedroom that opened into the neighbor's apartment, and so her and the neighbor kid that was 16 would open the door and whatever, you know, talk into the night or whatever, and one night she came barreling out of her bedroom because she was listening to the radio, and all of a sudden... Her Boston album started playing on the turntable, mm -hmm. and she had put the Boston album away, but the Boston oh. album was actually on the turntable, playing over the top of the radio, and she came running out of her bedroom and wouldn't go back in there at night anymore. And I, re mm -hmm. I was reading the Amityville Horror and I couldn't read it at night in that house because it freaked me out too much. And she actually took the book and took it outside and set it on fire. <laughs> because oh, she wow. said that so she scary. thought it angered the people. And one time we went to leave and my brother was, I was in sixth grade, he had to have been like third grade. And there was an um, another third, another third grader in the apartment next door. And then the people whose farm it was, they had a house in the back. And that was the song, for real. And they had a little boy that same age. And we were leaving once, and the front door kept coming open. And my brother would run back to get the door and pull it shut. And did it like three times. And my sister Tammy and I looked at the same time, and there was a little boy in our front window waving at my brother. Whoa. He had kept opening the door, so my brother would have to come back. And my brother finally told him, I gotta leave. And then the door stayed shut. Hmm. So weird stuff happened yeah. in that house all the time. Oh, shit. That's because it was more than a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a super uber more than a scary feeling. Eric, you got another one? I don't. I'm sorry. I'm lame. Like I said, it's super. Okay. I honestly I think, think whatever happened to me, I've, I've kept hidden, and I want to unlock it because now I'm wishing I had fun stories. Ryan. Um. Hmm. Other than like just going on to like Blood's Point. Blood's Point Road. Yeah, that shit's always creepy. Um. Okay, what's Blood's Point Road? Oh, Go well, ahead, you Jen. didn't grow up here, so we'll yeah. forgive that statement, but Blood's I'll, Point Road I'll, in Pine County is one of the... I never did it either. I lived here my whole you life. You never went out there? You've never gone but out there? But you've heard no. about it. I know what it is. Dave, yes. have you been out there? Many my time. wife's done it, oh, yes. Yeah. All right. I've the creepiest been chased... shit we ever did was we would, we would ride through the cemetery at Maine and Auburn at night, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. but I mean... That's, to me, that one doesn't seem that scary. No. Uh, we used it more as an excuse to make out with our girlfriends. Nice. Do you in remember? The, in the cemetery? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, shit, when you were a, when you were a young, young teenager and you didn't 
have access oh, to, was, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. that was that was a secluded place. She was freshly buried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a whole that's how he gets his women. That's a whole different story. <laughs> Seriously. Nice. All right, don't, Jen, tell, tell everybody about Blood's Point. Yeah. So, right. Blood's Point Road, there's this really old cemetery on the corner of Blood's Point Road and Pearl Street. And weird things happen out on Blood's Point Road. Which My, is in what city? It's just outside of Belvedere in Boone County okay. as you're headed south towards Kirkland. Okay. Okay, so you've taken Blood's Point, you're, you've brought Pearl Street out of Belvedere. And when you get to the corner of, and they don't call it Blood's Point Road anymore because they've shortened it. Because, Gee, I wonder why. Because so many people go out looking for the scariness. But I can remember being a teenager and being chased by, like, a big black Lincoln Continental out there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Like, all of a sudden, you'll be driving along at night, and then out of nowhere, and there's, there's a nobody, car. there's nobody, 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 nobody. And there's a car right on your keister. <laughs> and it's just chasing you down the damn road. And it is scary. And then all of a sudden, it just disappears. Mm-hmm. And people have seen... Uh, people walking in the cemetery and things. And the sad part is, it's a beautiful cemetery. It's a yeah. old cemetery. It's not very really big small. Uh, no, it's real small. It's just a, like a family cemetery. It would fit in this room. Yeah. Oh, it would, it, no, it's like twice the size of this room. But, but it's a it's a nice little family type cemetery. Probably the and size of your 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 lot. Yeah. It's uh, people will go room. and tip over the headstones and mm-hmm. stuff. They've done yeah, quite a bit of vandal- vandalizing yeah. there. Oh. And uh, the un- well, not the undertaker, but the the guy that caretaker. Runs it. the caretaker, caretaker for his, it. His house is right there. I mean, if you're out there, you know, any all times, and I feel bad for that guy. Now, when I was a kid, I did, but you know that fucking light comes on. He's out there. He's, he, I would hate to have to be him because of the. It's the same family that live in all of those farms in that row there. Yeah. And one of them, I went to high school with, or I went to school with him, and his family has the farms there. And he used to he, remember one time in high school, he said, "Stop going down Bloods Point Road. I know your car." <laughs> because it was a baby blue with a dark blue two tone. Uh, Mercury Bobcat, and he goes, "Stop! Just stop! They're not going to chase you anymore." But when you least expect it, it'll happen. Like it's scary. Yeah. Okay. So, what was the what's the backstory of what? Suppose something with a school bus or kids I've or school bus bridge on the, or something on the bridge. Like yeah. On the bridge. Yep. And when you go up over that bridge, you the hair sticks up on the back of your neck. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Yeah. It's very creepy, but I can tell you that also that bridge is kind of one of those bridges we would call it a Ollie Oops bridge because if you went over it fast enough, you're going to go like Duke's a Hazard yeah. a little bit and then come down. And trust me, I I've done that more than one time. <laughs> and when you want to scare somebody, you just take them out there and you do that, and they're like freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then you start telling them more about Bloods oh, Point yeah. Road and the things that can happen. And I made a couple of my girlfriends cry. <laughs> they were thought for sure we were going to be chased by some ghost and whatever. And it didn't happen, thank God. But it, I've been chased by it a couple of different Does times. Does it have a Wicca? Does it have a Wicca page? Uh, let me check. I think it does. I think it does. I know different radio stations have done like these stories mm-hmm. about Bloods Point Road because it's considered to be one of the most haunted places in the state. Mm. Okay. So was it a, you said it was a uh, school bus accident or something? That's one yeah. of the rumors that oh, I heard. Okay. But it's like in the middle of farmland, and so Lord only knows what all has happened out there through the years. Yeah. It must not. 
Uh, don't have a wicket, but there's definitely there. a lot about What's it. What's that one? Bloods Point Road, Cherry Valley, or Kirkland? Yeah. Go up to the very top one. What was the very first Here's thing? Here's a... I, I just found one yeah. that says, depending on who you ask, around four to eight people have hung themselves or have been hung from the railroad bridge. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Yeah. A witch, her right. children, three anonymous women, and even Arthur Blood, along with his wife and the entire family. Yikes. A busload of elementary children students is also yeah. said to have plummeted from the bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you go and shut your car off on the bridge, you're not. You can't start it back up. It won't start back up. And then this article says, in my opinion, one of the most interesting legends concerns a witch named Witch Balula, who allegedly lived in the area. According to hauntedrockfordwebs.com. Arthur Blood's children once encountered her under the railroad bridge and were enthralled by her ability to produce fire from her fingertips. Afterwards, locals grew suspicious of Arthur Blood's family and drove them to suicide. Other people say that Balula hung her children from the bridge or that she committed suicide in an identical fashion. Interesting. Weird. Creepy. Well... I mean, yeah, red lights supposedly dance around the area, and an old farmer chases trespassers off with a shotgun. Right That's what I've heard. Right. This, uh, well, this is the demonic red eyes. Yes. Uh, See, so the uh, one of the legends handed down involves the decomposed and rancid-smelling witch Beulah, who is believed to have hung her children and then herself from the Bloods Point Bridge. She has been seen walking late at night as if in search of someone or something. As witness, when you dare to look into her demonic red eyes that openly penetrate the very thing that they are staring back at. It's rumored by that simply laying your eyes on her ominous being, you will feel the overpowering urge to run, but you'll find yourself incapable of doing it. Doing so as an even stronger urge to vomit takes over even more. Bad luck often follows any living soul that is unfortunate enough to come in contact with this wretched woman who now walks among the restless corpses forever stuck in a dead man's hell. Beulah's black cat has been known to run in front of vehicles causing them to swerve onto the side of the road where you will most likely find the feline's owner walking along her path. Hmm. Phantom vehicles, which is what Jen was talking about, from big rigs to old school buses to vintage pickup trucks are known to travel Blood Points Road um, all hours of the night, and a blaring red light from a ghost cop car has been seen by many unsuspecting travelers unfortunate enough to find them in the area where dead men walk. The railroad bridge is forever etched with memories of screaming children fighting for their lives after their school bus mysteriously crashed. The cries of help from the small passengers can still be heard on certain nights where the sound of no wind can be heard, but the distant anguish of suffering is the only sound that greets you. Mystery lights shine through the trees on Bloods Point Road, and the highest percentage of paranormal activity uh, has involved the bridge. Apparitions of both children and adults have been seen, and barking hellhounds have been known to chase cars down the road. That's true, too. Oh, my God. That's so scary. We, we have something actually kind of similar down in southern Illinois. I didn't say St. Louis. You, you mean St. Louis? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard that. That's awesome. So, so if you look Through up, the uh, week end of him being here, he said St. Louis like 782 times. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you look up uh, Seven Gates of Hell. It's a good song. Okay, so you grew up in St. Louis. Yeah. Are you a Cardinals fan? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. I'll pray for you. <laughs> um, look up uh, he needs Collinsville. It. I guess. Maybe you can pray the gateway. <laughs> what the? <laughs> it's the ghost. Somebody must have came downstairs. That was crazy. Yeah, there you go. 
That was not cool. <laughs> Please tell me I, I really somebody flipped somebody... the light switch. Stop messing with us. <laughs> Is it Jamie? No, it's probably Lala. Oh, Lala. Was that our cue to be quieter? <laughs> if that's the case, then I'm good. Otherwise, yeah, we have a problem, and I think yeah. I need a new pair of shorts. <laughs> Try just grab something. It's only 9.30. So. Videos of Seven Gates of Hell, Collinsville. Yeah. So I think I've heard of this. Is this Collinsville, right. Illinois? Or yeah, Collinsville, Illinois. Okay. Yeah. You can probably scroll down. There's oh, the this story. This is Collinsville, St. Louis. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's the story somewhere. Which one? Uh, look up that Hunters of the Unknown one. Right there. Down. Yeah. Down, down, down. Right there. Yeah. So, uh, it, there used to be a, like a map on how to get to all the gates and stuff. This is sounds creepier than the well, house it, with huh? no corners oh. in Bull no, Valley. Wait, oh, what, is the, what does the uh, what? paragraph say? Yeah, Haven't well, you ever heard the about paragraph. the house with no corners in Bull Valley? No. Oh Lord, Bull Valley, Illinois has a house with no corners because if spirits need a corner, you know, and so this man built his house. Not like circular, but there's no corners in his house. And my sister-in-law, before she was my sister-in-law, we would go to Bull Valley looking for the house with no corners. And we found it in the fall once all the leaves were down and whatever because it has a big high fence now because the people got tired of that bought it got tired of people coming to look for their house. But we found the house with no corners. My husband... Where, when we would go do this because I was with his sister we would always ask him to go with and he's like I'm not going looking for that stupid house why do you want to go find that stupid house I go I don't know maybe we'll find a spirit that wants in the house and he's like is that funny (laughs) Ray we'll get back to it just oh god stick Stick the mansion I just call it the house with no corners this is weird McKenry County that would be it. Yeah. They got a picture of it? Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, there See? it is. Weird. It has some oh, corners. Oh, how gorgeous is that? It's yeah, kind of right. creepy to see, though. <gasps> that is so pretty. Yep. Huh. So, she she would call me and say, it's time to go make the donuts, and that meant we were going to Woodstock, and when we left Woodstock, we'd go to Bull Valley. All right. 2005, Bull Valley Police Chief Norbert Sowers described his experiences with possible paranormal events in the Stickney Mansion. Sowers said that village employees have heard numerous sounds that seem to defy explanation. He described hearing footsteps in the second floor ballroom, a room that today is used only as storage for village records but was used for seances when the Stickneys owned the mansion. The footsteps sounds, footstep sounds have extended out onto the stairwell at times, other occurrences include hearing human-sounding noises or voices. They sometimes even hear the toilets flushing when they are alone in the house. The chief said he has also personally experienced objects moving around on his desk, lights turning off and doorknobs turning and a door opening seemingly by themselves and voices from thin air having once heard a shout in his ear when no one was around him. Another police officer in Bow Valley claims to have come face-to-face with an apparition of Stickney's father-in-law. Ooh, pictures. It's very pretty, but it's creepy. Hmm. 
Interesting. I've never heard of this. My husband is from McHenry County. He grew up in Woodstock. I was born in McHenry. Sticking us. Alright, let's. Seven Gates of Hell. Read the paragraph first. Read the paragraph first. Okay, Uh, okay, now let's watch the video. (laughs) (laughs) The Seven Gates of Hell is is an urban legend that states if you go through every gate in in order at midnight, upon passing through Gate 7, a portal to hell will open and you will be greeted by hellhounds. Some say repeat the order in reverse, ending with Gate 1, and then you will see the hounds or a portal will tear into reality so you can get a glimpse into the lake of fire. Most of the gates are decommissioned railroad bridges. I'll pass. So, guys, you guys want to do this? Or? <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> no, we're in I'm sleep tired tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually think they tore one down recently. Because they're old, old railroad bridges. Oh. Bastards. Yeah, like really old. Like some of them date it from like the early 1800s even. Mm. Jesus Christ. I bet if you got Dennis involved, he would go do this. Really? He's all into the ghost hunting. Oh, I'm down. Is there no sound? Oh, it's in the headphones. Yeah. We'll be um, tweeting once we get through we'll the share. next few gates. Okay. Our footage from gate two just disappeared. No, you didn't hit record. <laughs> no, you didn't hit record. <laughs> Trust we don't me. Need, yeah, we don't need the audio. I've been through most of them. I don't know if they were in order, though. Well, that explains everything. Gate number three. I'm back from hell. Like symbol on the roof. Stop wearing flip flops. <laughs> you can hear them. Wear actual oh, shoes. <laughs> what does that mean, Ray? I don't know. Suck oh, dick, jihad. I'm not the occult. The devil <laughs> likes an axe. I don't know. So if you go through them. So wait, what was she 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 kind of just entered and then walked away, like. No, I think she kept walking through it. Well, it looked like she turned around. Yeah, she yeah, turned she around. Turn around. around. All right, this is gate number four. So if you go through all of them in sequential order, you open the gates of hell, and you see the hell house, and then reverse it. There's a portal. Right. Yeah. Okay. So if you go through it in order, at and the seventh one at midnight. You're supposed to be able to. Oh, so you got to get through the seventh one at midnight. Yeah. Well, how early can you start? I don't know. Dude, let's go camping. <laughs> what is that? Does she have a uh, an, e- uh, an Egon uh, PKE meter in her hand? Is that what yeah, she does. Her? Looks like an old ass phone. But it's point five. Just jump to a nine point nine. Oh, it is. The wires are right over us. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was a zero. Oh, I, I don't know. know. It's at zero now. Fire this right over our head. That's what I think. Zero. Yeah. Well, it just jumped to a 9.9. <laughs> just uh, keep got walking. A, I got a 3.3 on the Richter scale of the Egon meter. Is there anybody here? She does in the Egon meter. Hello. I like how it's called an Egon meter. See, I watch Supernatual too. So oh, yeah. Haunting the gate. 
Oh, it says white power over there. Let us know you're here. I got it. One point twenty-one gigawatts. Eighty-eight miles per hour. Like, neither one of these two bitches actually look like they would actually do well in hell. No. <laughs> I think they'd be alright. I was going to say, if you want a mixture of fear and supernatural, do you guys like that? Mm-hmm. You can always look at the Limp Mansion Brewery, too. Did you say beer? Beer. Dave doesn't drink anymore. Well, I'm just saying. But, I mean... He would do the gate number near five. beer, or no yeah. beer, and just for us to do how about just a spooky beer? So if something you've seen this video right here or not? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. It. Does anything happen? I know. I don't know. I need to get back in. No, I've been through most. Of, I've probably been through all the gates. Eric, <laughs> you dude. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. So, 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 me and my friends. You're closer right? to him, smacking. I did. She did. It was As his, I wet my pants. It was this guy named Jason I was friends with, and. uh he had this, uh, <laughs> I guess it was a Trans Am or something. They had the Muse. T-tops and stuff. And we, we picked up a couple of girls. And uh, we were cruising around. And we, we talked them into going. One was Jason's girlfriend and another was like her sister or something. I don't know, her cousin. And we were playing the um, Michael Myers music. The soundtrack to Michael Myers. While we were driving through this in the night. And it, yeah. So rude. Creepy. What does that say? Under? Something. The ovulus gave them a word when they passed through the gate. Under. Like they're not able to go in. You know these girls are dead now, right? <laughs> yeah. <that's probably> <laughs> Have you yeah. guys heard Hunters of the- unknown because no one knows where they are now. <laughs> Have you guys heard of that that thing you can play with um elevator? We've talked about this in the past where you Yeah, you go have to down, like, go up, go you down. You gotta hit a certain floor, you gotta be on with just or it's like by yourself. You gotta hit certain floor and then at a at certain floor somebody's gonna get on, but don't look at them or talk to them. Yeah, I've heard and about that one. You know, have you heard of this, Ray? Yeah. Uh-huh. I've got yeah. one I've got one too to discuss hey, when you're done with this let's, one. Let's That's a good pull one. That up. Um, I forget what the hell it's called, though. Like, See, I know all these other urban legends, but I don't have any personal experience. Because isn't it whatever, like, the, the level Just that put in elevator, opens, ur- urban legend, even. And whoever the woman is that comes on to the elevator, you're not supposed to look at her. And then by the time you get back to your original level, you're supposed to let her off, door closed, and then get back to ground level or whatever. Go down to well, ground level and you'll find it. Right. Let's, let's read what yeah. this thing says. The elevator game is an urban legend ritual game from Japan and Korea that is purported to allow those who take part the chance to visit an alternate dimension or communicate with spirits from another world. One hypothesis behind the strange behaviors and disappearance of Elisa Lam, which we've covered on here, was that she was attempting to play the elevator game. Is she the one that was found in the uh, water tower yeah. of the hotel? Yes. Yeah, she yep. was acting yeah. really fucking weird. Yep. Uh, Players should locate an elevator in a building with ten floors or more, ride it alone, and visit different floors in a specific order with the special instructions not to ju- trust an, uh, other passengers if they join the elevator. The only person in the other world is the participant that plays the game. According to the ritual, the building is identical except that all the lights are out. 
and the only thing the player would see outside is a red cross. Travel back. The ritual states that that to return to the world that the player comes from, the player must use the same elevator. However, this may be difficult as you may be confused or the elevator goes farther away the closer you get. The steps must be done in the same sequence up to the fifth floor. Then the final button will return the player to the tenth floor, but the player must press another button in between and the first floor button to go to the first floor. The game rules ask the player to check for small things to be sure they are back in the real world and offer steps to do if the player considers this is not the case. The fifth floor woman. At the fifth floor, a mysterious woman may enter the elevator and try to lure the player. According to the rules of the game, the girl must not be talked to or acknowledged in any way. She is a spirit looking to misguide the player into bringing them into a different realm. Is she hot? Yes. No. Oh my. Six tits. <laughs> no. She's got six tits. Oh. <laughs> like a cow? No, those are udders. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of elevators. I'm just saying. I want to I, I want to do this. The rules of the game. We got to get, get the rules. Oh, well, let's Why well, just read them? Yeah. No, that, Although the red oh, cross... Oh, like, like the actual the, order the actual of the thing? Orders, yeah, because yeah. the red cross is something I've never heard of before, so I don't know what version that right is. Right there, the world's most dangerous game, the elevator ritual step-by-step. Step. Yeah. Up Ooh, one. Oops. All right, now. Shit. Go ahead, Dave. We should do it at the Jan- John Hancock building. That has more than 10 floors. No, we should do it at that... <laughs> that was that <laughs> hotel we were going to stay at, Dave? The Congress? Um, the Congress. That's haunted oh, as fuck. Oh, the Congress is haunted. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. We, we, we were, me and Dave were going to rent that room that all these fucking people have like won't right, stay in crazy anymore. shit yeah. we were gonna rent that room and I think we should play this game there it does it have more than 10 floors oh yeah I don't know it does I assume I don't it think does. so I think it has 8 uh, really? I don't know yeah cause that's the it's the white one, right? Yeah. I'm right. Yeah. Not, I'm not a fucking bell hop floors there. and each floor is another gate to hell so <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright here's the um Yes, play that video, dude. Oh, yeah, you guys have seen this video? Yeah. 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 I think everybody's seen Eric, it. you seen it? Yes. yes. Jen? Yeah. No, but, you know, that's okay. I have mm-hmm. enough creepy so, things in my life. All right, man. This is a solo game. And the and only one person should attempt the ritual. If more than one is present, the game won't work. Choose a building that is at least ten stories high, preferably at night when building is virtually empty. Also ensure it has an elevator in good working order that has at least ten floor capacity. Failure to adhere to these ba- three basic requirements will mean automatic failure. Once you have selected a suitable building, the following steps need to be followed to the letter. After entering the building, call the lift. If there is anyone in it, do not proceed. Do not enter the lift unless you are alone. Press button to the floor four. You can take a picture. Yep. Here, I'll get it right there for you. When you reach the fourth floor, let the doors open, but do not get out. Remain in the elevator and press button to floor two. At the second floor, stay in the elevator and press button to floor six. At the sixth floor, remain in the elevator and press button to floor two. At the second floor, stay in the elevator and press button to floor ten. When you reach the tenth floor, remain in the elevator and press button to floor five. On the fifth floor, a young woman may enter the elevator. Do not look at her. Do not speak to her. She is not what she seems. Quickly press the button for floor one. If the elevator begins climbing to the tenth floor instead of descending to the first, you may proceed. If the elevator descends to the first floor, exit as soon as the doors open. Do not look back. Do not speak. If you reach the tenth floor, you may get out of the elevator or choose to stay on it. 
if you do get off and the woman did enter the elevator on the fifth floor, she will ask you, where are you going? Do not answer her. Do not look at her. You will know whether you have arrived on at the other world. You will be the only person in it. Things to be aware of. Oh, my God. The return trip. If you stay on the elevator at the 10th floor, press the button for floor 1. If it doesn't work, don't panic. Keep pressing it until it does. When the elevator reaches floor 1, exit as soon as the door is open. Do not look back. Do not speak. If you exit the elevator at the 10th floor. If you have successfully reached the other world, when you step out of the elevator, it will look identical to the world you just left. However, there will be two things to look out for. There will be no light. When you look out the window, you will see a red cross in the distance. Don't try and video your experience as electronic devices, mobile phones, cameras, etc. don't work. If they do, you have not reached the other world. Be watchful and alert at all times. If you faint or pass out during the game, you will probably wake up in your own home. If this happens, be sure to thoroughly examine your surroundings as the home you wake up in may not be the one you are used to. Getting back to your own world may be more difficult than it seems. You may become confused and forget which elevator you arrived in. The elevator may seem... The elevator you may, you may seem also seem to be out of reach and get further and further away as you walk towards it. Persevere, you will reach it. You must use the same elevator to return as the one in which you arrived. When you enter the elevator, press the buttons in the same order you did in steps 2 through 8 on your journey out. You should finish on floor 5. When you reach the 5th floor, press the button for floor 1. The elevator will again begin to climb to the 10th floor. Press any other floor buttons to cancel the ascension. You must do this before you reach floor 10. Uh, when you reach the first floor, check your surroundings carefully. If anything seems strange, even the m m uh, minutest detail, do not exit. If you think something is wrong, repeat step two until your surroundings look as they should. Once you are confident you have returned to your own world, you may safely leave the elevator. You know how we were talking about the simulation thing? Yeah. <laughs> That's like a, yeah, it's like a code. Right. To like, you know probably get to like a it's like on super mario brother where you like can like jump on and you're gonna like skip to another world right further in the game exactly yeah you gotta do it exactly perfect yeah like, that's what know, that is a b <laughs> up up down down left right left right b a yeah. b a select start i was thinking like a b what is that's a, a good one right a, D, e, F, a b b a have you heard about the one where you put your car in neutral and the the car gets pushed up the hill yeah I watched a video on that. And it was total bullshit. Yeah, it's it's just an optical illusion on the road. What about the handprints? Oh, we can we can decipher that too. Play that video. Which one was uh, this? Was uh, was it Munger's was Hill or Gravity Hill? They call it Gravity Hill sometimes. Yeah, I think this is the one we we and yeah. Dave watched, and I I got angry at it because yeah. you debunked it. Yeah, real quick. Oh yeah, dude, it's right. so fucking easy to debunk. Let's see. Gravity what? Hill? Is that what you said? Yeah. Where was it? Which one? See how it says gravity hill explained? How many floors? You need? I guess one with at least ten. It's got to have yeah. at least ten. I could have sworn, though, that Congress wasn't oh. that many. What do you call yeah. it? Um... I, the downtown Hilton in Chicago has more than ten floors. 
Yeah. Okay. Somebody should do that at the Blackhawks convention, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Now, the one I know of is... It might at first yeah, this isn't it. It was a girl, remember? Yeah. It's happening on this Scottish road. It's like a home video. Uh, right? Uh, yeah. Try flower handprints. Because isn't that how they explain that there yeah. were actually people pushing? Because yeah. they were they put flour on their car, and when they they put the car in neutral, and when they got out, there were handprints in the flour. There you go. Yep. This is the one we watched. What's going on, Familia? Hey, it's your boy Izzy nope, G right here. Watched. I'm coming at you with another video. Hey, this is going to be an older guy. video because we're going up to Gravity Hill. It's 3 a.m. It's good. Up the hill. We brought baby powder. Yeah, so we brought some baby powder. Oh, baby powder. Oh my god, we're so high. We brought baby powder. Yeah. So I just the reason we put the baby powder is. <laughs> so, like, we're. Seriously, there is no. Sorry, this car's creeping me out. It's 3 in the morning. I love the what are they doing at? I know, it's creepy that we're on. But yeah, but look. They have it in neutral. Look, show them that so we're legitimately going up the hill. Yeah. Like, it's the trippiest thing. Alright, but yeah. But again... Did you feel that? No, I didn't. You felt something? No, but see, look. I'm legit. We're just, look. Show them that I'm in neutral. Like, Sorry, I'm in neutral. No gas. And look. And show them that we're going up the hill. And we're going up the hill. It's trippy. Alright? There's a little turnout, so we're going to turn out. Let's just see. Alright, your guess. Are there handprints? Yes or no? Alright, hold on. There we go. Wait, be careful. Okay, hold on. Tom, right. yes, ma'am. I was looking to see if I can get a good view of the fireworks and maybe fear from your hotel. Well, I mean, it's just right. I mean, it's, yeah, I'll leave it in case. Okay, Do you want me to yeah. I mean, so I'm glad he's doing this on the podcast. No, okay. All right, you want to come? All right, let's Wait, check don't it. Leave I won't check okay. it. Right, let's check. What do you guys think? Handprints or no handprints? Oh, of course. Oh, fuck. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> no, did you do that? No, did you do that? Did you do that? Did you do that? Let's go. What the f***? Seriously? No. Me? I don't want to do that. The other one was perfect, dude. Well, the other one was real easy to explain. I mean, we didn't watch That's in Sonoma County. That was funny. Babe, I told you this wasn't a good idea. <laughs> Do you right. think she peed a little? Oh my I god! I one, Dave. Oh, that hung up. Aww. We'll figure it out. What, what, what are you guys trying to do? Again, Find out how many levels are on the Congress Hotel. You just, just ask. Sort of you didn't. That's what he's trying to do. I was trying to like, do. Oh, yeah. Oh. See, I was using the so fireworks as an excuse because if you call up and be like, one. "How many floors do you have?" because I want to jump off one. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you can't find it in Google. No, I looked. Oh wow! It appears uphill. Yeah, we just got state. It's actually downhill, but we're gonna see if there's any uh, hoofprints on the roof or fingerprints. No, because it's two guys. It was a girl. It's like a girl and her dad. Yeah. No, it's it's still. I know. I believe it's still down there. I know you guys think tanked it. That's why I knew about it. Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden we crest the hill, and uh, we're picking up. It was just a eleven story visit. Okay, there you go. You could do it there then. All right. 
Come again? Yes, please. No. How many <laughs> floors? Eleven. See? Told you. Dave, we were going to podcast from that. Okay. Yeah. We need to do that. Yeah. We just need to fucking do it. We've already done 36 hours now, right? <laughs> almost. No. It's not even 10 o'clock? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> we're almost at 34. Almost, almost. almost at 34, Jesus, dude. Christ. What, the record's, what, 32, right? There is no such record. There is no record for a podcast. There's longer for webcast, but we're not doing a webcast. We're doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, I want to do this elevator game. Oh, I want to do it at Congress. And well, you got to do it by yourself. Well, yeah, but st- we can still podcast in that fucking freaky ass room. Oh yeah. yeah. Have you ever gone to the Woodstock Opera House and sat in the haunted chair? No. <laughs> what is this? It's an electric chair. <laughs> no, supposedly this girl jumped out the window and committed suicide there in the Woodstock Opera House. And her show is actually, or her chair actually has a tag on it, whatever. And people will say that sometimes they'll see the chair go down from the stage when there's not somebody in it. Creepy. So, I want, uh, what do I, where do I see this? Oh, here we go, maybe. I'm so glad we're talking about this while I'm here. <laughs> Why? Because I have a million little weird things that have happened. Okay, so get a recorder. And Speak that can be my book. book. Yeah. Speak the your hauntings stories. in my life. Speak your stories and then have somebody transcribe it for you. There we go. I had this book of the haunted places in the country and it listed it by state. And as I traveled states, a lot of times I'd check them off. There's, I have read one that is haunted places in Illinois or haunted ghost stories in Illinois. And a lot of them I had already known about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cahokia Mounds, man. That's another one. So. Who? No, do if you're gonna look up one, look up the Limp Brewery, Limp Mansion Brewery. The Limp Brewery. L E M P. Where's Lamp. that at? It's in St. Louis. Of course it is. Of course it's in St. Louis. <laughs> what city, Ray? Go Cubs, go. So, but so suppo- supposedly, from the story I heard, like, supposedly, everybody in the family committed suicide. Aw. Isn't Nickelback from St. Louis? No. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Canada. <laughs> oh, I thought St. Louis was in Canada. But, yeah, look up, uh, I don't know, Ghost Story or whatever. Or maybe the Wikipedia page. There we go, Ghost Adventures. Yeah. You could stay there Halloween, too. They, they no. The room. <clears throat> it's known as the country's top ten most haunted locations. Wow. I so saw Jack Osborne stay in this really haunted place in... Uh, New the Orleans. Jack and Ozzy deal. Oh my God, that show was so funny. It's amazing. The but they box. stay. He, they see, Jack stayed in a haunted house in New Orleans, and kind of got a little creeped out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. See, my 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 grandmother used to live in an old funeral home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And. She, and <laughs> So she had what they call cooling baskets, mm-hmm. which was like a basically a coffin, but they put the body in there and put it in front of the window to let the breeze keep it cool. 
She had cooling baskets. She had coffins that had body liquor in the bottom of them. So that means that they were, the body was exhumed at some point. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she had some really crazy stuff going on. I would guess so. Yeah, that's fucked up. I think the craziest thing that I know of that ever happened in a funeral home was the when my mom died. The funeral director had teenage sons, and he told his kids to make sure they pulled their blinds. And four of my mom's friends and two of her sisters walked in and said, uh, there's a window shade up upstairs and you can see the Playboy Bunny plain as day. And I begged him not to make his kid pull his shade down just because I knew it would irritate my mother. <laughs> he goes, no, your mom would be mad. And he went upstairs and pulled the blind himself. I was like, come on! <laughs> That's funny. Apparently the Limp family doesn't want us to know about them. Yeah, I see that. What happened there? Uh, uh, it was like a virus thing. Popped up on the screen. Look, look up uh, just Limp Mansion Wikipedia. You know Wikipedia is safe. Yeah. We're down to less than two hours, right? Oh, thank God. I know, man. I'm getting tired. I, why don't you click the first one? I'd just like to see what else... Oh, our options. He likes to check his options out, bro. I, 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 he's married. He don't have that choice anymore. Yes. That's, <laughs> why, uh, that's why he's checking his options out. <laughs> yeah, so you can read the story about the Lemp family. And like I said, I, I, from everything that I've read, it's like most of them committed suicide. Suicide by gunshot. <laughs> Shot herself in his office. Really? <laughs> Shot herself in, while in bed. Eric! <laughs> hey, at least he didn't do it twice in the back of the head and then wrap himself up in oh. carpet and go out to the Well, that's how you forest. do it. I mean, if you're going to do it, that's what you would yeah, do. Yeah, go big or go home. <laughs> Shot his dog, then himself in the head. Eric. <laughs> he had to account for the dog. <laughs> Destroy his art that collection and family heirlooms? Yep. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Wow. Yeah. So. He's a little evil bastard. If you meet anybody with the last name Lemp, they're probably going to fucking kill themselves. (laughs) I'm being silly, but I have a new respect for guns because I own one now. Ooh. Danny's class. We did that podcast 30 hours ago. Use words. Sorry. Yeah, so. One of the things you can do. Use your words. Is I believe you could probably do a podcast there, Ryan, at the the Limp Mansion. Yeah, I know my a buddy of mine did a paranormal that's investigation there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well, I don't think Dave ever wants I to go to St. Louis after the. Oh my God, it's Cord Smore. I'll go. But I'll go. What are we doing? I don't know. Time is. 1004. Alright. Getting there. Yeah. Um, so there's lem- Okay, anybody else got any other creepy. Oh, stories? I can't have any though, but thank you. I'm diabetic. I All can right. have some. A, lot of a few wants to have some. <laughs> I'll have a little bit though, just a little. Please. 
Please and thank you. Is that a little or do you want more? Just a little bit more. I'm a big guy. <laughs> All right, yeah, you good. keep telling yourself that. <laughs> it's really pretty. <laughs> you know when you're standing at the end of the bed and the girl looks over at you and says, who are you going to please with that? Me. <laughs> so you lie to yourself too, huh? <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> Well, I'm Asian. I have to. So, has everybody in here heard about the Congress Hotel? Yes. I've seen it. Okay. Oh, you stayed there? No, no. I've seen it. Oh, okay. We've been there. We're actually looking at it. Yeah. I'm going to be in Chicago in two weeks for yes. my daughter's you concert, and that's actually one of the places we're considering staying. It is a beautiful hotel. Absolutely New kids? Beautiful. Uh, no panic Love at it. the disco. Same thing. The architecture, the history, everything. Make sure you get a tour. When did you wake up? Oh, about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> nice. Give a little, little power nap. Yeah, great. Got a little something, something to drink. We're good. So, Ryan. Yeah. Have you ever thought or did you ever think we would make it this far? Uh, no. Seeing as how you took an hour nap earlier? Uh, yeah, there's, I debate that. <laughs> Vehemently. Well, Effervescently. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Bloody tampon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said there were only 11 floors at the Congress Hotel. That's what it said. It said 12. Was, it said 11 in the... That well, said the 12 floor is the, 12 the uh, floor. hot spot. Oh. Hang on. i got to read this. i got to start over. Are you going to read it out read loud? Out. I'm going to read it out loud. This is a video. It? Huh? Chicago's Haunted Congress Plaza Hotel. <laughs> I love it. As narrated by Ray. <laughs> The hotel was built in 1893. It is said to be haunted. I went to have a look for myself. As you do. <laughs> Red. <laughs> <laughs> the hot spots are said to be the 8th and 12th floor and the ballrooms because they're sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I've got the biggest balls of them all. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> I stayed on the 8th floor found the bolted door of the haunted room on the 12th floor and peeked in on the ballrooms. We've actually been in the ballrooms. We have. So. For Halloween. Yes. And I almost split up a gay couple. Again. <laughs> Sexy beast. So you guys broke up? <laughs> well. <laughs> no activity was found on the 8th floor. There was only some noise behind the bolted door and the ballrooms were locked. Well, how did you peek in if the bottoms were locked? Just wait. Here's the footage. Sorry if it's a bit shaky, but hope you enjoyed the footage. Real shaky. Well, the screenshot of the webpage. I've seen that clock. Okay, in the hotel. I guess it does Yeah, I tell you. <laughs> He's looking like a man. Yeah, does that sound kind of like her? <laughs> yeah. Whispering. Hotel. Congress. That looks like a hotel. skinny hallway. Come play with it us. Do they have built 1893? Like, what if out of nowhere, two little girls in dresses that look identical stand there in the fucking hall? that. <laughs> and Running then, hell the no. other way. Hell no. I would be uh-uh. more worried about the skinny hallway and H.H. H. Holmes having his own yeah. hallway on yeah. the other side. Oh my god, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah, that dude is fucking crazy. His castle, man. They should have kept that there so we could tour it. 
Murder Castle? Yeah. Murder Castle. They ought to just rebuild it. You know how fucking big that would sell? (laughs) (laughs) And then murder some people in it? Rebuild it. You know what? We're going to do that in Detour Nation. (laughs) My sister-in-law wrote a paper on him in college and had me proofread it for her. Fucking gave me nightmares Devil, for weeks. Devil in the White City is good. Gave you read me it. nightmares. How many times does this hallway weeks? turn? Well, that's the thing. It, continuously. It's a big spot. It never ends. It's like E equals MC squared is God. I didn't find the bolted door until coming back from the end of the hall. This does look a little strange. There it is. Um, the bolted door. And that one's got something on the outside. So there is a knob. Something a little strange over here. Two doors. But you can stay in that room, right? For storage, but feel free. They don't have the they don't have the key locks, is what she's saying. Oh, it doesn't have the cardinal. Yeah. To look like. So probably just storage closets. Okay, I think I found it. Got a padlock on it. Can't get open. Bolt cutters. Uh, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, you got to think. They, they probably there. have to have some place to put a cart and stuff for like so, the laundry yeah, you and everything. Yeah, walked up to a room where people That's were it. fucking inside. Yeah. Of course, you okay. heard noises. All right, that was really creepy. I did find the vaulted door up on the 12th floor, That's and I started to hear some noises behind it. So I just wanted to get out of there. Right. What's the tw- What's the bolted door on the 12th floor have to do with anything? Do we know what she's talking about? No. Mm-hmm. What's the significance of that? Look, look it up on uh, a ghost hunter page. I had to quit watching that ghost adventure show once because um, my mom was a firm believer in garbage in, garbage out. And one night I had it on and Joel left for work at like 4.30 in the afternoon and I had had my, it's daylight, my living room light was off. And all of a sudden my living room light turned on and it turned off and it turned on. And it turned off. And I went, Mom, do you want me to stop watching this show? And I heard a crash in my kitchen. I've never watched that show since. <laughs> something, something, her son's from the 12th floor. Countless suicides at Chicago's infamous Congress? Mm-hmm. On the 12th floor. So, like, when that horse has its leg up like that, Ray, what does that mean? Supposedly, it was that if he has the sword up and his leg up, that he died in battle. But it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. (laughs) Um, And it was a victory. Ah. Teddy Roosevelt has been uh, seen in this hotel. And Al Capone. Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather meet Teddy Roosevelt than Al Capone, Fuck. just saying. Yeah, I don't want syphilis. Ryan and I happened to, uh, <laughs> we were sitting at the Hope and Anchor one night, many, many years ago. We were writing oh, a movie. Oh, yeah, this is cool. And uh, the owner and the, the staff there came up to us and said, hey, we're going to do a ghost hunt. you mind if uh, we turn the lights off? And we're like, actually, um, we'll probably just join you if that's cool. And like, yeah, so we split up. And, you know, there's rumors in that the Hope and Anchor is haunted by Al Capone and many other, like, mobsters and shit. 
And supposedly if you go down in the basement in the dry storage room and you put money out and you walk away and come back, the mo- if the money's gone, then you are actually bought into the game, the poker game. There's a fucking kill room in the basement of that and, place. And there's Wait, a kill room. There's a kill room. In the basement of the Hope and Anchor. Yes. yes. And the, the Mayflower. Yeah. yeah, the Mayflower. When it was yeah, the Mayflower, Mayflower. But it was before it was that, it was other restaurants and, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, almost like a bed and breakfast it type place. It was a mob. Yeah. Yeah. This was a mob Safe hangout. Yeah, yeah, but they had a kill room down there. Yeah, there was a kill room down there. It's a fucking drain in the middle of the floor and a fucking soundproof room. What else do you wow. have that in the bottom of a fucking restaurant? Yeah. I want to go ghost chase Woo. there. It's it's kind of creepy. My yeah. uh, my grandmother when she was very young. All right, so there we're talking. I don't know, maybe mid nineteen fifties ish. Okay, fifty five or so. Um, she used to waitress. She was like fifteen years old, and she waitressed at this restaurant. And I, in St. Louis. No, it wasn't in St. Louis. But, um. Go Cubs. She, uh. Yeah, Bears. <laughs> <laughs> she, um. I, I believe she told me the name of the restaurant was called the Black Swan. And it apparently it was like a down south to where the, the St. Louis Mafia and the Chicago Mafia would come and have all these meetings and stuff. She said she would take the bus to work. And she got out of the bus. And she starts to walk up this hill because the restaurant was at the top of this hill. And the restaurant was gone. The FBI had came in, raided the entire place, and blew up the restaurant. What? Holy shit. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, I went to work, and the restaurant's gone. So What was it called? The Black Swan? I want to say it was called the Black Swan Restaurant. Yeah. So... And I yeah. don't know what city it was. Illinois. It was in Illinois. Wow. Water. Oh, that's Iowa. Plainfield? Mm. Plainfield's in by Chicago. Yeah, it's by Chicago. So this was further down south, like towards Springfield. Not St. Louis. <laughs> Collinsville? <laughs> <laughs> But I don't remember. Like I said, I thought that's what she said, and this was a long time ago. It was like a 20-year-old memory I brought up. So Wow. I could be... Uh, the Oscar Swan. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard tale of <laughs> no, it's my sister's... Swan. Type in <laughs> FBI blows up restaurant. Yeah, sorry that. You get like 100 things. Yeah, well, that's true. My sister, her first husband... During the Depression, whatever, his aunt and uncle got a really great job in Wisconsin caretaking for somebody's big, you know, whatever, mansion and all the grounds. And But he had, the person that owned it hardly ever came up. And the first time he showed up, he tendered his resignation because he didn't want to work for Al Capone. Wow. And he let him resign without, you know, bullets. <laughs> Uh, Just saying. Ah. <laughs> I was going to say, how about FBI blows up mobster restaurant? Once again. Yeah, well, yeah. I know. Scrubbed. Goddamn Mandela effect, man. Everything's disappearing. Fake news. Fake news. Fake. <laughs> Mandela's real. Nelson? Yeah, he was real. Yeah, I don't remember, but whatever. No, it's gone. 
scrub. Was that? Like you better keep telling the story, long. Ray, because you're the only one. Yeah. It's an urban legend. Put it up on the internet so it can so get wait. taken down again. They got all these locked rooms now that you can't even fucking stay in. That's such bullshit. I know, and no wonder the prices are so high. Well, yeah, because half their fucking rooms they can't rent. Just put a little plaster over the blowhole. Nobody right. Fucking, you go to Super 8 or Motel 8, what? fucking somebody probably died in your bed anyway. Threw her children before jumping to her death. Jesus Christ. So what is it? What what could be in that room that makes people go nutty? The devil! What? The devil. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. All I see is putty. I'm going to freak out the next time I see this place. <laughs> I'm going to look into this more. Um, whoa. 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 <laughs> I would love to stay in the room 666 of the Congress Hotel if they had it. Have a good time with that. I'll go with you. Hi, Heather. Hi. Good oh, wait. How you doing? All right, we're in the Congress Plaza bed, Hotel Ryan. in Chicago. Huh? Said it's a single yeah. bed. <laughs> Look here, right? You see the molding on the roof? This will make sense soon, okay? Now that room there, we're on the fifth floor, okay? So there is room five. Are they six, saying they're really on the sixth right? floor? Now, Probably. It's like John Malkovich movie. There's the stairs. Same way we call them. Being John Malkovich. Yeah. It's like a half floor. And there's two. Alright? There's two rooms there, okay? Five, six, six. The mouldings, alright? Well, I know some hotels have Let's, stairs. Don't have a Let's do this in one take. There's. Approaching the sixth floor. The sixth floor. Now, there was a doorway just here. Right, so there's room six six eight. Six six eight. Right. Now look, there's a molding on the roof. Okay. And come along here. So that was six six eight, and this is six six four. Right. So all the rooms. Oh, they've, they've literally taken out rooms. All the rooms six, in this eight. tower are even rooms. Now, look at the mouldings. Let's come back. <laughs> look at that. Right there. Oh, that's brilliant. That's crazy. Yeah, there is a molding. Fucking nuts. And there is a door. Right? So did they expand the so other there two is a rooms? No, they, that's there covered. Is no they just closed door. off the room. Completely. Look, huh? look at that. Yeah. <gasps> that's trim. old. That's Get new. Get out. Yeah. The trim's different. So for some reason, I reckon it's haunted or something. I would want to see in the the the, the, the original doorway. plans. Yeah, the room. So right. We no gotta rent six six four and six six eight, and then break the wall. Break down. the wall. <laughs> 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 Actually, yes. You'd want to rent six six four because it's right have, next to it. I had a uh, I have a pinhole camera at work. See the molding there. So all we need to do is drill molding there. Oh yeah, let's do that's it. new. Dude, well, down. it's not new, but. Because I mean, that's different. Yeah, Ray. The last time, 
Anybody in my family was in a hotel room drilling holes, they shot up Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't think that'll draw any attention. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. That's not soon enough. Yeah. That is super creepy. So, yeah, there was a door there, but they just reacted. So, what about to go in the gold room? So, we, I, I would say you can rent that well. Yes. Well, that's, yeah. that's one of them. Because it's right around. next to the door where the molding is. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's going to be weird when we go there and say, we want your most haunted room, we want 664, 668, we want, and all these, like, fucking rooms there. We want all the ones that have bolts on them, with the chains. And then we're just going to be there for, like, a week. Just going to each one. Yeah, because you stay in mm-hmm. one room one night, and one room yeah. the next night, and one room we're the next night. We're all going to split up, but we're having walkie-talkies, we're going to have recorders. All of us. I'm down. I would do it. Hell yeah. Okay. I get my sister in law to come from Florida and do it with us. There we go. I get to share a bed with Ryan. Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Ray, you get scared. I just, of I just want a bed at this point. I don't oh. give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <There it is. laughs> you can lay your head on my tummy. It's pretty no, soft. I can't <laughs> sleep because I, I can't sleep. It won't count. Oh yeah. All right. Let's see what else they say here. Bang in this hotel is because it's haunted. <laughs> Make it our mission to stay in haunted hotels when we travel. Yes. Oh. Yeah, like and I said, I would floor, like to see if they took the, the two rooms come on and, and just off. made them one. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, made them. Made it more or, like or, a suite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But that one didn't go off this way. So, is that motion sensors, or is it? What is he showing there? Just messed the up. Lights the lights turned on when he put what the camera up. The to light it. just there. It went off. The light just went on and off. When we first came up here, we took the stairs, and as we were coming up, that light went off. And then we got Why aren't they like tapping on the wall? Like you can probably hear that. You would think that you would hear <laughs> it. Oh, there it went off. <laughs> yeah, it's probably just on a motion sensor. No, it's, it's a short it's no motion sensor. That's a fire sensor. No, right, that's, that's a, a fire demon. exit. That's a that's smoke a alarm. Oh, that's God, a smoke alarm. That's what they look like. Oh, it's I, a I smoke mean. alarm. Uh, no, that's a motion sensor. Is it a motion sensor? Yeah, it's a motion sensor, you can see. No, that looks like a smoke detector. But there's no room for freaking 666. Knock on the wall. So anyway, right. Knock on the we wall. Just thought right. get Unless it's like middle of the night and they don't know if somebody's in those rooms. Oh, that's true. But... I would yeah. go there in the day because you got to do day and night. Later, mate. Oh, day and night. thank you for the Vegemite link. That's very funny. <laughs> I've still got a bit of Vegemite left, but we're getting through that. Mwah. Love yous. Hi, Davo. Bye, guys. Weird. I you think should, sometimes I see the Congress on Groupon. Is that why? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> look, look to see yeah. if it's for a, a so room with a chain on the door. <laughs> Those I wonder if you can pay enough to like get to stay in one of those. I'm sure you could. Money buys everything, dude. I can still hear the classical music in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a disconnect between the music and the... We lost it, but that's okay. It's squishy. Are there are? Oh yeah, there's a big dip right here. 
This place is very entertaining so far. Only ten underlined twice people per elevator. Look at the indicator right above you. Oh wow. So definitely some signs of the old. Here's our Chicago elevator. <laughs> yeah, I think it just parked a couple floors down. Okay, I don't want to see all their elevators. I'll do that myself. Anything else? I bet I can think of. Yeah. No more ghost stories? Alright. No, I think I want to be able to go home and go to bed tonight. <laughs> Alright. Well, then I'm going to wrap this episode up, and we've got an hour and a half left. Good job, guys.
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.